Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 184 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Are you using defeat to win or to quit? Failing versus experimenting in business. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Being an entrepreneur means pivoting, testing, experimenting, trying, attempting, and constantly learning, right? I mean, who hears me on this? If you're all business owners most likely listening to this podcast, you know what I'm talking about. Entrepreneurs, though, don't always hit it out of the ballpark with an idea or a newly opened business. Your mind wants to tell you that this is the case, but it isn't. Trust me. I often hear entrepreneurs who get interviewed on podcasts tell their story about how they've been working on their business for 7, 10, 12 years before they found success. That people assume they are an overnight success, but it's far from the truth. Yes, of course, fast success does happen for some, but trust me, it's not the norm. Most of us are on marathons, and if you were to visually see this as an entrepreneur running a marathon, we would be wearing leg braces, and we would have icy hot on our muscles, Uh, we would be taking Advil for the pain. Can you see the visual here? Like I could actually see the graphic. We're not sprinting with smiles on our faces and gold medals around our necks, at least not in year one. The marathon, it can be exhausting, I get it, but let me be clear about this. What actually makes it more exhausting is how we think about all the defeats or failures, because there's often many on our journeys. And I want you to pause and listen to this in case you're on autopilot with my podcast. You might be multitasking. You might just be like, okay, Kathy, I've heard you say this over and over again. I don't really know if I've ever said it in this way. That's why I'm recording this podcast episode. But what is exhausting or most exhausting is what we think about failure. When we're in the middle of failing, our friends will send us, sometimes our biz besties, or really good friends who cheer us on and support us, they'll send us a graphic of a quote to try to help us feel better. Or we might hear expressions like this. Tell me if this resonates with you. Don't fear failure, fear regret. Or it's not a loss, it's a lesson. Or don't give meaning to failure, it didn't work, move on. When we hear these things, we appreciate the gesture, but when we're in the middle of feeling miserable, we most likely think we can't possibly embrace this type of thinking, right? It feels way too strong for the weak moment that we're in. We just want to wallow. We want to be mad. We want to be annoyed. We want to be frustrated. And I get it. But then sometimes there's that side of us that feels a little tug to not be miserable in the moment. And in this episode, I want to walk you through a three-step process that has helped me because it's important. 
And I fail all the time. But the difference is I no longer hate myself for it. So step one is identify your actual thoughts. The mentally draining thoughts that are the thoughts where we beat ourselves up, where we ridicule ourselves for not getting something to work, where we listen to the criticism of people around us, and we all know that happens. And this can be anything from a failed product line, like maybe you brought a certain product line in and you invested $1,000 in it and it didn't sell. And now you're stuck, quote unquote, stuck with this product line that you thought was going to do great and it didn't sell at all. And it can range anywhere to something bigger like a failed business or a closed store. Like maybe you had to recently close a store or you're in the middle of that. That doesn't feel good, right? So when you're in the middle of that, whether it's big or small, you might be thinking things like, this is way too hard. This was all a waste of my time. Things never go my way. I was never smart enough to do this. I'm not good enough to do this. I'm going to let everyone who counts on me down. If only I tried harder. What about this one? I should have known better. I never do things right. Or all my employees think I'm stupid. Go ahead and dump all of these thoughts out. And why do I want you to do this? Because I want you to see them and then release them. This episode is brought to you by Master Shopkeepers, my mastermind group for brick and mortar retail store owners. If you're craving support, connection, inspiration, and motivation for your retail business, apply to join us. It doesn't matter what stage of shopkeeping you're in, what matters is your drive to work less, profit more, and grow, both personally and professionally. Learn more at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash group membership, all one word. Step number two is learn that failure can be good. This should be the highlight of this podcast episode. Learn that failure can be good. Until I became a full-time entrepreneur, I don't think anyone ever really taught me that. No one ever taught me that what we all know is failure, and even that word alone has such a negative connotation to it, that failure can actually be considered experimenting. And more importantly, that it's actually a good thing. And yeah, this is called reframing, and and I'm here for it because I don't want to sit in that negativity. In fact, I still have people in my life who frown down on pivoting or what they call quitting when something isn't working for me and I want to try something else. But I now embrace this part of me, the part of me that not only loves change, but the part of me that's willing to test something without the result defining me. It's so liberating. Winston Churchill said, to improve is to change. To be perfect is to change often. Meaning, if you want to get better at anything, you have to accept change. Change is a natural and beautiful process that leads to growth both internally and externally. And without that change, you would become stagnant or stale. Now, I'm not a fan of holding myself to a perfect standard. So my version of this quote is, To improve is to experiment. To evolve is to experiment 
often. So if you feel a tug to stop beating yourself up or to stop sitting in negativity about something that didn't work, then that means you're willing to or at least ready to start embracing a shift in your thinking. And that's where thought work comes into play. So yeah, I'm saying it again, you're going to work on shifting your thinking. And that's step number three, shift your thinking. So instead of thinking those things that you were thinking before, maybe you can consider these thoughts instead. Failure doesn't slow me down, it just propels me forward. Failures are what you collect towards winning. Experimentation leads to success. And this one I appreciate the most because it just seems so casual. And this is something that my own coach, Neil, said to me. She said, everything is working. Like if you're thinking everything is working, even when you're failing because you're learning. And when you think of it like that, you're like, oh, everything is working. I'm just working towards the business owner that I want to become or towards building the business that I'm trying to, to you know, reach, reach a goal. It just kind of lo- lowers the weight or the pressure on you where everything is working instead of saying everything is falling apart or this isn't what I wanted to happen. Maybe there's a reason why it's happening. So if you're in the middle of a failed launch, a failed business, a failed revenue stream or project, or you're drowning in the negative thinking and it's all weighing you down, listen to this episode again. And this doesn't mean that I want you to avoid your current thoughts, which then causes your feelings. I don't want you to avoid them. That's not going to serve you. And that's why I ask you to write them down and dump them all out. I do. I want you to feel those feelings. I want you to process those feelings. And then I want you to thank those feelings (laughs) and hopefully move on. Like, thank you for serving you in that moment. I I just recently did this in a personal situation where I was like, okay, I felt it. It felt awful. And I'm just going to thank you for that moment or for letting me release the emotion around that really awful time that I recently experienced. And I needed to let those tears out. Thank you. And I'm now moving on. Because we can change our thinking on this. We can feel better about the situation and about ourselves and about quote unquote failing. I genuinely feel that one big reason why entrepreneurs give up quote unquote, give up on entrepreneurship is because no one ever told them that experimenting is what leads to success. So if you think of it that way, wouldn't you be willing to try and try and try again? I guess the question is, are you willing to be uncomfortable trying? Are you willing to let other people make comments and judge your journey? Are you willing to have fun experimenting? Can you imagine if we thought about experimenting and testing testing things out as being fun. (laughs) I don't know of many of us who view it that way, but that's a great example of reframing it. And I do view it that way now. This is going to be mind-blowing to some of you because the fear of failure is so incredibly strong. But that alone is a topic for another podcast. So I'm going to start to wrap this up. There was a brief convo in, in a post in Master Shopkeepers. Gosh, it might have even been last year, but I saved it. 
And the group member said, I know that trial and error is a very costly, time-consuming, exhausting strategy at times, but I got to tell you, sometimes it leads to the greatest outcome. I think it's important for us retailers to set ourselves up for surprises every now and then. It keeps the wheels turning. And that's my point. And I actually replied to her and said that I had a podcast episode coming out on this soon. And I said, so many entrepreneurs let all the small and big failures define them. They don't realize that this, all of those small and big failures are what is going to lead them to being successful. Listen, I'm not saying that this can change overnight for you. Well, actually, maybe it can. You you actually decide that for yourself. But I am confidently telling you that you do have control here. You have the ability to change this path for yourself if you want to. And how do I know this? Because I'm evidence of this three-step process that I just shared with you. So if you need to listen to this episode again, go back and listen to it. Listen to it a third or fourth time if you have to. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please share it with a retail business friend or leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I genuinely would appreciate that. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 184. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.